This episode of Jogo Podnito is brought to you by. What is going on, everyone? It is Tuesday, March 14th. I'm your host, Jake Johnson, and alongside me on this very snowy Boston Tuesday night is Andrew Acker. Andrew, how are things? Not like I don't know them, because we've been hanging out all day. Things are great, Jake. Yep. What is the weather? Working from home, doing things for you? It was a good day. Yeah, so so we basically, I, I hold up with Andrew today, we just worked from home, and then the Leicester game was on. Uh, we didn't pod last week, just, you know, not like a, you know, too many storylines we wanted to touch on, but then coming out of today with the Leicester win against Sevilla, um, that coupled with the FA Cup and, and some interesting fixtures coming up this weekend, the Premier League, uh, we have a lot to talk about, but I mean, Leicester... Gotta give the people what they want. Yeah, and, and we have we have been fielding requests for a show, so, so shout out to our award-not-winning listeners, but uh, Leicester 2, Sevilla 0, and Leicester are through to the quarterfinals. We just watched this game. I have a lot of reactions. I'd like to know yours first, but just, you're not surprised. No, I knew this was going to happen. Right. I mean, you were saying this last week. Yeah. I was think I said this when they sucked at the beginning of the year, but they're going to win the Champions League. But, um, no, I'm not too surprised. I, I'm shocked. I mean, I mean, coming into this game, we looked up the betting odds, and Leicester were, were still underdogs, even for the game, not just to go through in the tie, and... For me, it's not just the fact that they, you know, are through it. It's the manner in which they did it. I mean, they, it, it looked like Sevilla had no way through them the whole game. And and alternatively, it looked like Leicester had all types of ways to score, whether it was through Mares or Vardy, and of course they scored in the set piece with with Morgan. But it it just didn't look like Sevilla were a very good team. And I guess that that's just so surprising to me. And and my biggest takeaway is that it, it didn't really look like the Leicester of old. And so far as of course they were. Good on the counter, and, and and they were dynamic, but but they just, they were a unit today. And, and Sevilla couldn't find a way through. Yeah, I mean, it did look like the Leicester Bowl to a certain extent. <laughs> in the way that Yon they... City. It's been a tough day. In the way that they defended, and um, and how they moved forward so quickly when they did get the ball. But um, Sevilla looked atrocious. Yeah. I mean, they were the third best team in Spain. Yeah. Like comfortably, yeah, yeah. You expect a lot more out of them, but um, you know the last three games, Leicester looked like the Leicester of last year. It's cowardly. <laughs> yeah, and and doing this under uh, Shakespeare, the manager, and, and Ranieri out, but uh, I, Sevilla not playing with a striker. I mean, they brought on Jovetic in the second half. I mean, they really didn't have a forward thrust. I mean, they were relying on on Nzanzi and, and Nazri providing uh, uh, some sort of impetus through the midfield. Um, but just going forward, it looked like they had no means by which they would break through Leicester. And I made the point to you that, you know, normally when, when you're watching a game, especially like a well-organized team defending, it's kind of two banks of four, right? And and what it takes is that player who's playing in between those two lines, a player like David Silva or, or Mata when he's playing well. They had no one in that space. And so what Sevilla had was, you know, they were overloaded in the middle, tons of possession, they had three people up front kind of along the back four, but they had no one to just kind of play between the lines. And 
And, and really beyond the, the Nasri shot in the first half, I mean, they, they didn't trouble Schmeichel until the penalty kick. Which was saved. Which was saved. Right? It was a deplorable penalty kick, and they missed two over two legs, yeah. I, I'm I'm thrilled, and I know that you're kind of like tongue-in-cheek saying it's cowardly by Leicester, but, I mean, it's awesome. I mean, they were the, the champions of England last year, and, and they're into the quarterfinals. I mean, no, what else is, is there to say? It is pretty bizarre to think that, um, you know, they're sitting in, what, 14th or 15th? 15th place right now. And they're in the quarterfinals of the Champions League, <laughs> and they're, they're going, you know... Unless Bayer Leverkusen and Monaco shock, you know, City and Atletico, I mean, they're going to draw a huge, huge. European power. We're just saying the European, smallest team, huge European power. The, the small, the Howard House, Howard House. <laughs> the smallest team they can draw is Atletico. If if uh, if yeah, as you said, City and uh, and Atletico do the business tomorrow. But I mean, it's it's just wonderful. And and one other note on, on Leicester, we saw Engolo Conte in the crowd cheering them on, which was really, really cool, and he looked genuinely happy, and the team spirit was there. I mean, and, and to be fair, they could have won that game 3 4 nothing. And and Nasri, I, I want you to end with just your takes on Nasri, but to get a red card with 20 minutes left in an away game where one goal gets you to overtime is just about the most cowardly, diabolical thing imaginable. All you need to know about Sammy Nasri can be found on his, his Instagram page. I'll just say that. Some of the photos on that page are ridiculous and speak to the type of player he is. But um, I, there's a reason he got sent off. It's because he is a pussy. <laughs> I didn't think you were going that direction. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like, the first yellow card was... A hack. A hack. And the second was diabolical in the sense that he was drawn into it. But, like, you can't do that. No. It's a round of 16 of the Champions League. It's a League. huge game. And, of course, if you hadn't played well. But they, they could have. I mean, they got a penalty kick in the 80th minute. They could have found a way back. And, yeah, playing man down. Nasri doing his team. No favors. Um, he, uh, had, our, he had a pretty good year up until the um, the IV drip scandal. People forget that. Yeah, people do forget people that. People do forget that. You know, and I'm just I'm stealing this from our soccer here, but... Um, Leicester are the first team in, what, three years to knock Sevilla out of a European competition? That's crazy. Right? Oh, wow, that's really crazy. Four years, even. Is it? They won the Europa League three, three times in a row? years in a row, row I think, wow. yeah. No, that's wild. <laughs> um, it's moving but from... But no, it's, ex- it's just a wrap-up. It's exciting that Leicester are through as, as kind of unfortunate as it is, as it is for their uh, how things have unfolded this year. It'll be really cool to see them, you know, see a big team like Madrid or Barcelona or, you know, honestly, if you're Leicester, I think you hope you draw Manchester City in the round of eight, right? Yeah. You yeah. already beat them, smashed them at home this smashed year. Smashed them at home this it'll year. Be, it'll be fun. It'll be a, a lot of fun regardless of who they draw. Yeah, and, and Juventus in the, the second game today, cruising uh, through as well. Um, two games remaining. Atletico likely to go through against Leverkusen. Uh, the City versus Monaco game could be a, a blinder, and we'll have to, yeah, I probably won't be able to watch it. Unless we can weasel another snow day here. Um, but yeah, the, the over in the City Monaco game looking good. Moving now to, to the FA Cup, just a quick FA Cup roundup. Uh, City, Chelsea, Tottenham, and Arsenal are through to the semifinals. Big uh, semifinals. Yeah, I mean, and, and all the big teams in the FA Cup and, and all the big teams kind of rolling in the FA Cup. I mean, none of the semi, none of the quarterfinal ties were close. I mean, United, you know, you, you, whatever excuses you can make, I mean, they never really were close to winning that game. Herrera gets sent off. Chelsea win. Uh, Arsenal smashing Lincoln. City looking good against Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough are absolutely horrendous right now. And Spurs um, smashing Millwall, who had been on fire going into that game. 
Um, just your thoughts on, I guess, a couple things. One, all, you know, basically the four biggest teams in England are, are the semifinalists. Do you prefer that? And two, who is your favorite going forward? I, I usually don't prefer it. I usually do like to see the darlings, you know, the underdogs in the semis and in the final. But I think this is a unique year because, one, um, you've got Pep Guardiola at Manchester City, who has... They haven't struggled, but it hasn't been as easy as they sure. thought. And I think they're, they're a trophy, now a trophy would be huge for them. Yes, I think the same can be said about um, well, Spurs. Spurs, Spurs yeah. right? I mean, this is a team that is that has been good for the, a very good for the last two years now, but hasn't really done anything from a trophy standpoint. Made it that deep into. Yeah. I mean, this is the deepest they've made it. it feels like in a while. Um, you know, United are United got knocked out. Arsenal. Um, <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, people forget that. Um, they don't. Arsenal stink. I can do without Arsenal because they just they as, as a team as a team yeah as a um, sporting entity. And I think Chelsea have a lot on the line because you know Conte they could do the double, which would be very impressive in the in his first season of Premier League. So usually. I, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is usually I feel like when you get a bunch of big teams in the FA Cup final, they don't really give a shit because most of the time they're focused elsewhere. Yes. This I feel, feels like a little bit different for a variety of reasons. I agree. Um, I think that's really well so, put. Yeah. So I think, it, I think it's going to be um, a really – and, you know, we talked about this for the um, Capital One Cup final or whatever the fuck it's called now. There is nothing like a big game at Wembley, right? And we're going to get three big games oh, at Wembley. Oh, the semis are at Wembley. Right? Yeah, we're going to get point. three big games at Wembley. So that would be really fun. Spurs are fucked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not good at Wembley. Maybe they're better if they're just, you know, not technically at home at Wembley. If they're the away team, mm-hmm. they'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, who do you like? I mean, I like, it's, I mean, it's I like such Chelsea. a no-brainer. Yeah, no, Chelsea, I mean, Chelsea are, Chelsea are an absolute machine. Like, they just, they don't lose games. And... Um, I think it, it would be interesting um, if Harry Kane was healthy. I might I might like Spurs to beat Chelsea. Spurs are playing Chelsea. Oh yeah, sorry. So the, the ties are Spurs, Chelsea, Arsenal, City. City. Yep. Um, but with Harry Kane out and with Chelsea kind of rolling, I like Chelsea in that game, and I like City to probably smash Arsenal. I actually like City to really beat the crap out of Arsenal, too. I think that they're rolling right now. I, I think especially if they get through the Monaco tie, like, even if they draw that game, but but just convincingly through. I I think that, you know, and Aguero's back and he looks super fit. Uh, yeah, I, I think that, you know, why... What has Arsenal shown me that would suggest that they can make it to a final? I mean, other than the fact that they won it last year. Not a ton. No, not a ton. Not a ton. Not a ton. And uh, they didn't win it last year. Your buddies, your buddies at United won. Holy last shit, year. we won it last year. Uh, <laughs> two years ago, Arsenal won. People forget that Jesse Lingard scored a game winner at Wembley. Uh, people like do like literally, that. I forget that. Yeah, people um, do forget that. But no, it'll be you know, it, it'll be it'll be an exciting semis and an exciting final. It'll be a good way to end the the English season, right? The FA Cup always takes place. After the final, it's weekend. like the last game of the season. So yeah. you know, we'll get it. We know we'll get a big game there. Um, so it'll be fun. It'll be interesting. Turning our attention finally to the Premier League, um, coming off a, a very strange weekend where there were literally four Premier League games, um, none of real consequence besides Liverpool managing to win when they play very poorly. Um, they've That's lost a, all of those games this that year. That shouldn't be um, overlooked, though. In my it's, opinion, it's a huge win. It's a huge win. But Burnley again have taken two points on the road all season. Yeah, so I mean it's, it's a game you yeah. absolutely should win. But 
It's also a game. I mean, they went down and they played like garbage and they found a way to you win. You saw a lot of this game, right? And, and were they that bad in the first half? Some people are saying it was the worst performance of the season in the first half. I, I personally don't know that I'd go that far. It was just kind of more along the lines of their performances of late. Yes. So yeah. I, I don't know that I'd go as far as saying it was a Like indicative of a greater malaise rather than being that bad. And yeah. Burnley, although they've taken a mere two points on the road... They aren't getting smashed on the road. No, they've they're, lost they're, several games by one they're, goal. They're, yeah. they're holding their own on the road, so it's 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 not like it was a it's a walk in the park necessarily against Burnley. They just can't fucking win. No, no, they don't score. They they score like zero or one goals in I think every away game besides against Hull when they tied two to two. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, yeah, I, it, Liverpool. I, I think I mean, and this weekend is, is the big game. Uh, City are hosting Liverpool. Liverpool have been so good against the top six. I mean, if they can win that game, all of a sudden they they have made it through their tough spell, right? And they've had a very difficult January, very difficult February. If they can get out of that game with a win, you know, the, the top four starts looking pretty interesting. At, at least, the you know, two through four, those positions are really shaken up. Um, if Harry Kane had stayed healthy, I would have said Spurs and City were locks for two and three. But with Kane out, I, I worry about Spurs. I mean, the, the only reason, you know, half the reason that they're up there... Is, is just their home form. I mean, their home form is really remarkable. You know, I smashed Millwall this weekend, albeit in the FA Cup, but uh, but without Kane, they're a completely different proposition, and he is incredible. Yeah. And that injury's going to keep him out for at least a month or two. Yeah, and I'm not quite sure what their run-in looks like in terms of, I mean, I know I know they have to play United again still. They've played Chelsea twice. Um, they've played City twice. I think they have to play Arsenal still. They may have to play Arsenal one more time. So, um, I, I kind of agree with you. If, if if Kane was healthy, I, I'd say Spurs are a lock for the top four. And and given City's recent form, it's hard to think that they won't um, they won't finish somewhere in the top four. And, and you know, if Liverpool can manage to get a result this weekend, you you kind of have to think the same thing about Liverpool too, which leaves you know Arsenal and United on the outside. Views from the six. Views from the six. <laughs> And even Everton at this point. I mean, I know the teams above Everton them. Everton are rolling. The right teams now. above them got a couple games in hand, but they are what? Two, I think they're two points back of United, three points back of Arsenal, four points back of Liverpool. I mean, they they've got. You'd rather have the points than the games in hand, and they've got the points. So yep. I mean, I, I don't think they're going to end up challenging for the top four seriously. But Stink the on the road. Stink on yeah, the road. But good. they are very good at, at uh, Goodison. Um, what are you expecting out of this uh, Liverpool City game? I mean, so like you said, Liverpool are great against the top six this year. City seem to be turning it on in right very now. good form, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, what do you what are you kind of expecting? City's form is actually really remarkable. I was just looking at that. Um, my the game's at City, right? Yeah, I mean, my my heart tells me Liverpool will make a fist of it. I, I think City will just roll them. I I think Liverpool have have been so inconsistent since January. Um, yes, they'll be able to play a style more befitting of, of themselves, meaning City will have much of the ball. When they win it, they can just count it, right? They can just go. Um, I just don't think that their defense is good enough where if City has much of the ball, I don't think that they can hold out. I think Aguero and, and Silva and company will, will pick them apart. Um, I want them to tie because I'd like to, you know, stop hanging out in the in the sixth. Six, 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 six. But it's... I don't know. I, I think City will win 2 nothing. That's my prediction. You're... Prediction, sir? I think that seems like a reasonable scoreline. Yeah, I think that re- seems like a reasonable scoreline. With Liverpool, I mean, like, where are the goals coming from still? I mean, Firmino, he scored last week, but, I mean, I, you know, besides Mane going forward, Coutinho looks, 
like he hasn't totally recovered from the injury as well. They're, they're just kind of a weird team going forward. And even against Burnley, I mean, it took, you know, a, a Chan long-distance shot to break that tie. And, and Liverpool strike me as a team that need... I mean, I know they, they press and they... But they, they need a... They need an out-and-out striker. Like, they need a... a they need a, a, a like an Aubameyang, right? When he yeah. played, when he played with Klopp, right? Sure. I think they need that type of player who who can play that pressing style, but is also like the focal point, yes. right? Because I don't think I mean Mane's had a great year, but he's he's not he's not going to carry the load for you. No, um, I mean he's not. Same with Coutinho, right? Coutinho's not a striker. Right? In, in terms of goals, they're yeah, not exactly. going to carry the load. They don't yeah. have they don't have like I don't want to say they don't have a plan B, but it does feel like they don't have a plan B. Like if they can play their style. It works, but if they can't, they don't have somebody they can they can hone in on and feed the ball to and yeah. make something happen. Yep. Um, and and that like as you said, you know, if this ends up being a game where City have a lot of the ball, um, you know, maybe they do hit them on the counter. But I don't know. I, I do think City will probably win just given their their recent run of form. Yeah, I, I think the Monaco tie. As long as they can navigate that, okay, that uh, that they'll be fine going forward. Any other takes? This is, this is a bit of a, a bumper show insofar as we're coming off the heels of a, a condensed Premier League weekend. We have a full slate of games coming up. Uh, you'll be in Vegas, so you probably won't get to see a ton. Or you'll bet on a ton, depending on when you wake I up. Am, I am planning. I mean, I am planning on catching the early game. Get your nachos, get your beers. Just I'm planning on staying up. up to catch the early game, I guess, is how, is how I'll <laughs> phrase that. Nice. Um, and maybe I, will, maybe I will bet on a couple of games. Um, I'll only I'll, I'll end by saying this. But although I still believe that this will happen, I am getting a little concerned about Sunderland. Sunderland may not <laughs> stay up. <laughs> I'm getting a little concerned. Uh, they. Uh, I, I mean, be- just because every other team around them is getting points, Hull beat Swansea this weekend. They host. Leicester are no longer. Here's, here's their test. They host Burnley this weekend. Burnley have yet to win on the road. Sunderland are horrendous. Yeah. Where do you see that tie ending up? Well, Sunderland are going to win because they have to win. <laughs> they will almost it, certainly not win. It feels like it's been a while since Jermaine Defoe scored. Yeah, he hasn't scored in five, I believe. So I'm hoping five. Jermaine Defoe can net a hat trick, get Sunderland back on track, and make me look like less of a moron. Yeah. Who's going down then? I to be honest, I so, don't know. Like, like if, if you if you're not gonna die on the Sunderland Hill, if if I gave you reprieve right now, who's going down? Middlesbrough. And yes. I, I like Middlesbrough this, are absolutely going I, down. I want to pat myself on the back and say I called that pretty early. They just can't score. They they literally don't score. Palace. Mm, wow. And Hull. Wow. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna die on that Sunderland Hill. <laughs> Sunderland are a thousand percent going down. Uh, Middlesbrough are definitely going down. To me, it comes down to one of Hull or Swansea. And Hull. And I don't, I don't want Hull to go down, but Swansea, despite having just lost the Hull, I think that they'll be okay. Swansea, did you see the stat that Swansea have given up 61 goals and no team has ever survived having given up that many at I this point? I mean, they've point. had three yeah. managers this year. Yeah, and one of them was Bob Radley. Yeah, that did not go well. Not ideal. But, it, um, you know, at least... At least the the race at the bottom is interesting. Yeah, yeah. Right? Well, it's better than just being in six for a hundred days. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, at least you can you know mix it up down there. Really, be- better than being in six, getting knocked out of the FA Cup, and and probably going out on away goals to Rostov. Yeah, big big Rostov tie on Thursday. For this the is United. that this you know you see I'm not saying this is gonna happen, 
But this is six, 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 six. it's lining up to be like every every it feels like every team has that moment in the season where things fall off the cliff. Like Liverpool early season, right, and that's about how quickly you recover. Yeah, right? Chelsea's was like the third week of the season, exactly, and then right? they just recovered. Yeah, you could just see United getting knocked out of the semis of the FA Cup, somehow going out of the Europa League, and like everybody's like, "Oh my God, what's yeah. going and on?" And then they're away to Millsbrough at the weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, we'll, no, we'll they'll, see. They'll be fine. I think they'll be okay. They'll it's be uh, yeah. Like they do need to. They they really do need to. Um, I mean, I think they have been, but the the Europa League is of the utmost importance to them. They need to win the Europa League. So I was pretty confident for two-thirds of the season. I mean, we're just around the two-thirds point. Um, that they would finish top four. Uh, I'm not very confident they're gonna, that they're going to finish top four. I think that they're very comfortable in the 6-6-6. I don't... I just don't... I think that United's ties, where we watch a lot of them together, where they totally dominated and they couldn't get the win. I don't think that that's going to stop. I think they're going to tie like four more games like that this year, and, and they'll end up, you know, like sixteen, you know, like twelve and, and whatever. You know, what I mean, like those have so many ties, and, and you just can't tie that many games if you want to finish top four. So yeah, I mean, I think that if you're Mourinho and his team suggestion has or his team selections have suggested this, I think he's got to go for it. And especially because Latan's suspended in the league right now, so he can play the the Europa League games. Uh, it's a huge game on Thursday, so we'll see. This should be fine though. If, if they can't get a result against Rost- Rostov at home, I mean they've got they've got larger issues. Well, they just stink if they can't. So well, I think they already do stink. Yeah, that's just my. They're opinion. not great. Um, so that's episode twenty-one of Jogopan Nitsa. It's a it's a quick one, but um, we got a, a bunch of games this weekend. I'll uh, I'll be sure to be watching a ton of them, Andrew. If you can uh, set up at a sports book and, and crush some games and lose some money on them. Uh, then we'll have some material for Tuesday. But we just pod whenever we feel like it, so no promises this week. So for your host, Jake Johnson. And Andrew Acker. We will see you guys whenever we feel like it. Later. (laughs)